0: Previously on The Forge.
1: What brings you to the Fjallheim stronghold of Spas? Moments later, this muscular woman, she walks out of the tent and she looks at the three of you and she says, Hello, adventurers. My people need to survive. If you will go into the foul mines below and close up the emergence hole, I'll give you everything you need. Roll your meteor damage. Um, is it more than one?
2: Yes. <laughs> Great, it dies.
1: Um, Benji, you then chuck this breaking bomb that is suffused with air into the pit, and the entire hole just explodes. You have uh, you have officially closed the emergence hole, so there are no more fallen. You've also killed the fallen mind, so anything up there is now no longer enthralled. But... I was hoping you could do like an air wall right over the hole, and we like basically get shot up all right and somehow it gets you up there 500 meters So you all just um, took a grav lift up through the well after destroying the emergence hole, closing that up, and killing the really hard boss that I created. That you guys blinded right off the bat. Oops. You guys are you guys were in Malmforg, and it was totally safe. It's actually like the middle of the day. The weather is still stormy, but not like anything crazy. Um, so everything's still overcast, but you guys can see pretty well. And you slowly make your way or not slowly, you just make your way back toward the door to um the Sprungspot stronghold. Do you guys wanna just like wait until nighttime to be able to open that? Because they don't they're not really expecting you to come through the front doors again.
0: Uh can we knock?
1: Uh, y- sure. I would I would like to knock. You knock on this solid slab of stone and it sounds like the flesh and bone of your fists will just not be able to penetrate this stone. Like the sound that they're making, it's it's really oh, what's the word? Muted.
0: I knock louder, <laughs> harder. Like with the with like the the back of my or like the side of my hand, not like with my knuckles, but like pound
1: full fist, full arm, like swing back and then slam your fist into it, and it's still it sounds muted. So
2: so I guess we wait. Wait for it! Wait for it!
1: Let's make camp. Maybe take a rest. All right. So yeah, that's actually a good plan. Yeah, you guys just kind of hang out until until nighttime.
2: Skedily dubap. Yes, we do. That
1: way you can uh, spend some experience and stuff. So you guys go ahead and do that if you want to take a minute to spend that experience. By all means. Did we
0: get experience after the last session?
1: Uh, yeah. You guys, you guys got three hundred experience, or three thousand experience from the um, monster monster, the big boy. How much AP can I recover in this rest? It's probably going to be like six hours until the sun sets fully. So so that much AP. So that much H- AP. That's like 1d6 AP per hour, isn't it? I think I just recover all of it anyway.
0: Yeah, same. Hey, fun fact, you guys. I didn't lose any hit points during the last fight.
2: I didn't either. Same. <laughs> I just used AP and I regained all of it. You're
1: right. <laughs> yeah, you guys were pretty nasty to my boss or my mini boss, I guess. So, you guys spent your six hours resting and spending experience learning new things about each other and about what you can do now that you've, like, fought some crazy monsters really easily. And then the sun sets and it's pitch black.
0: And we say... uh,
1: The word. What was the word? You say Mirker and the door lights up as usual, or as before, um, and it opens and inside you see the two fallen guards who were there before and they look very surprised to see you, but they don't stop you this time. They're kind of just surprised and one of them says, wait, weren't you just in, in, how'd you get out?
0: Long story. Okay. Lava elevator out.
1: And they have no clue what you're saying.
0: Uh, we we walk in.
1: All right, you just walk in, and then I assume you head straight toward Montana?
0: Yep. Where's my puppy?
1: Montana has your puppy. Um, as you guys make your way in, you follow through the same foyer and end up back in the same shantytown heading toward the center. The guards don't escort you this time. Um, they're more concerned about watching the entrance since it's now nightfall and people can get in again. So they just let you in, um, and you make your way through the shantytown toward montana's tent and she like there's there's like a gathering there is normal kind of like a city center um where people just hang out but yeah montana's probably just in her tent can we go in or should we like you you can probably go in you could like knock on a pole or something
0: i just excuse me montana
1: um after a couple seconds montana peeks her head out of The tent and beneath her, like underneath her little head poking out, not her little head, she's got a big head, but underneath her head, your, um, fallen hound's head pokes out as well. And upon seeing you, is it a boy or a girl?
0: Uh, is it a boy or a girl?
1: I didn't determine these dogs' genders when I made them. So it didn't matter until you took control of it.
0: Pick one, I guess.
1: All right. Even is male. Odd is female. I got even. well the four. Cool. So your your boy dog comes out, wagging his little tail, and he rushes over to you and licks your face.
0: Yeah. Do he and Lux like greet each other? or Is it cute?
1: Yeah. And they sniff each other. And um, he's a little bit confused about Lux for a moment because of Lux's newfound power. But he's still like excited to see his buddy.
0: Uh, is Lux? like bigger now? Is that how this works? Is does he like grow with only age or
1: um do you have the next ability that allows you to take control of a medium creature?
0: That's how I got uh the fallen hound, so yes.
1: Okay. Um he I mean it's it's only been a week, so like he's growing quickly, but I wouldn't consider him medium yet. Anyway, now Montana steps out of the tent surprised to see you come through the way that you came through and she says is it is it done did you did you seal the emergence hole already yep and in style too
0: yeah we told you we were gonna blow it up that's what we did
1: <laughs> um, True. she steps fully out of her tent and begins walking down the little stairs that lead into the town square where you guys are standing and crosses her arms and looks very skeptical at this I've been sending my people down there for a while, and we've never been able to seal it up. And you come back this quickly and easily, Um, you guys will need to roll a persuasion. Or no, it's a charm. Sorry, a charm check.
0: What do you mean? Like, there was this big jellyfish-looking monster guy down there. You just can't let him touch you. That's the secret.
1: I got a seven. Um. You- Narya, you are saying more of this and describing what you encountered. um, So you can have advantage on a persuasion check or on a charm check.
0: Oh, good. Because, you know, I have one of those. Oh, shit. Oh, but you know what I rolled? (laughs) I rolled a 12.
1: Okay. That is enough. You needed to get a nine. So after describing this to her and like kind of explaining what you did. Uh, The only thing that she doesn't find believable is your grav lift through the well, but (laughs) hey, you came through the front door, so who is she to doubt it? She believes you and does not feel the need to send anybody to check. She actually like seems to relax. Um, Her posture sinks a little bit um, and she, as she slouches, like she's been carrying this, Heavy weight knowing that these fallen creatures have been able to at any time climb up through the descent and kill all of her people. So she feels a lot of relief at this point. I guess then I uh, will have to fulfill my end of the bargain. Would you like to wait until morning to go to Salak Peak? Or do you want to head up there now at dark?
0: Uh, That's up to you guys. I don't really care when. I feel like it's going to be dangerous either way, so maybe daytime?
1: What's the more romantic option here? (laughs) Are the stars out? No, there's a storm raging above the mountain. Well, then we might as well sleep.
0: (laughs) (laughs) As long as Benji
1: gets to sleep with her. Curled up in some furs. (laughs) Does somebody want to roll a charm check to see if uh, Benji wants to sleep with her?
2: I feel like Benji's the one that's got to roll that charm check.
1: You gonna go for it, Benji? Seven. She's so so let me be clear, she is aware of your intentions at this point after you asked for that kiss or good luck. So she kinda knows that you're you're sweet on her. But <laughs> even though she knows this, she's like, Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind having another thought-provoking discussion. We had a really good night the other night, didn't we, Benji? <laughs> I would say so. Wonderful. You... Rayla and I are just giggling in the background. But this this time we should get a little bit more sleep. You guys might have a little bit of a trying day ahead of you tomorrow. That's a fair point, I guess. Nariel, Rayla, you are both welcome to the tent that you shared last time. Um, if you need help finding your way over there, I can have a guard escort you.
0: Oh no, we're, we're good, thanks.
1: You guys just head over there with your dogs. Um, Benji, do you have any intention with um, like any idea of what you want to discuss with her tonight? Or is this just like, I really just want to curl up in your nice warm furs after a really tiresome day. I'll take door number two. So, just going to curl up in those furs. In that case, she she asked if you want to talk about anything or like what your thoughts were on the fallen and your experience down there. It's been a long day, and I think I will do much better paying attention to you tomorrow on our walk if I get just a little bit of shadow. That's that's reasonable, Benji. I, I totally understand. You did a lot. You did a lot for my people today, Benji. Mm-hmm. The hardest part was writing the man cannon up. <coughs> <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> um And... She offers to help you into bed since it's a medium-sized person's bed, but I assume you can do it yourself. Yeah, no, I could probably use the help. All right. She picks you up underneath your arms and, <laughs> and puts you in bed, and then she undresses and um, gets on into the furs, and you curl up the way you did. And then you feel her behind you, and she's just got her hand on, her, on your shoulder, and she says, You really did a lot for us, Benji. I look forward to getting to know you over the next... Period of time. Good night. Um, how long did you want to get sleep, and what time did you want to wake up? Just like when this when the sun was bright enough to light the clouds above the mountain. Yeah, when when we wake up. All right, you just wake up when it's that time. Sounds good. They offer you breakfast, which consists of usually insects and whatever they can find to hunt. Um, now that it's actually safe to exit the mountain, there's um they actually are planning a hunting expedition. At the end of the day, or in the middle of the day today. After this 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 hearty breakfast, Montana takes you to Skylift that you guys passed. And she says, all right, you held up your end of the bargain. I will hold up mine. And she reaches into her blouse and pulls out that metal rod that she had used to enter the armory. And she tells you, this is what is known as a skeleton key. There are only five in existence. This is the one from the Strongholds of Sprung's Boss. The Order, according to Janice, has the Skeleton Key from Grooverlim. Janice managed to get the key from Cragdeer, and I assume that the other two are in the other Strongholds within Coil. I am trusting you with this, because I will not be joining you to Solok Peak. And she hands Benji... The skeleton key. Do you have any questions before you head up there? Anything we should be careful of on the way? On the way up, no. But it's stormy up there and none of us have gone up there because it's not safe without a phylactery. We were amazed to see Janice and Keats return the first time they went up. Montana looks to Nariel and says if you're concerned about your hound because he doesn't have a phylactery... I would leave him.
0: Yeah, I was actually just about to say that I'm going to leave my dog down here. I'm going to leave both my dogs down here.
1: What's the name of your fallen hound? Have you actually named him yet?
0: Uh, yeah, his name is Tenebris.
1: I'm going to call him Tenefer. Tenefer. You got it. Nice. <laughs> so you leave your two dogs. Tenebris actually looks visibly happier to have Lux with him this time. So he's not just alone, but Montana is happy to take care of the dogs because she and Tenebris actually bonded a lot last time. Aw. So Cute. I will keep them until you return. And Thank when you. you return, I would request that I get that skeleton key back. Sure. I'll keep it in my favorite pocket. Okay. She doesn't know how to respond to that.
2: <laughs> uh, which pocket is that? Uh, just kind of looks at you really weirdly. You
1: put it in your butt. <laughs> My favorite pocket. (laughs) No. I'm not keister stashing this. Okay. (laughs) Although apparently it would probably fit really well, I guess. It would fit perfectly. You you put it in whatever (laughs) pocket is your favorite pocket, and she's concerned that you have a favorite pocket.
2: (laughs) (laughs) She wasn't trying to do it first, and then it went down a little bit.
1: (laughs) If you had a romance meter like in The Sims, it would have just gone down just a little bit. <laughs> okay.
0: Just like the two minuses. Yeah, yeah, it
1: wasn't huge. It was just like, that's interesting. I guess I'll have to just learn to live with that if I choose this man as mine. Um, <laughs> 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 anyway. I'm sorry, but who does not have a
2: favorite pocket?
0: Everyone? <laughs> Normal people?
2: Question mark? You are not living life to the fullest. <laughs> You're not right. Benji your Yolo. favorite pocket.
1: You're not living right.
2: <laughs> but what if that pocket gets too full? That's why there's two You just got this
1: bulge in your pants, like a different bulge from all the shit you've been storing in your favorite pocket.
2: I got my lucky rock in here.
0: Is that a screwdriver? Or are you happy to see me? Oh, no, that's my favorite pocket. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, boy. So Benji stuffs this this rod into his favorite pocket where he keeps everything else. Someday soon, Benji, you will need to create a pocket of holding. So you yes. put this in your pocket. And um, she says, okay, good luck, you three. And she takes the two dogs and begins walking back toward her shanty town. So, um, yeah, the skylift is yours.
2: Can I get that kiss this time? Roll a charm. <laughs> his voice goes up.
0: Can I assist him by winking?
1: Yeah, you can give him a plus three by winking. Yes.
2: <laughs> what about finger guns plus more with three more? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, oh my
1: goodness. Okay, we're so we're like
2: wingmanning really hard behind Benji. <laughs> no, <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> just kidding.
1: <laughs> the winking will give a plus three. If you're gonna finger gun, I'm gonna make somebody roll some checks. What'd you get, Benji? I got seven.
2: Oh, what? Seven. Well, plus. So 10 with the plus three.
1: Awesome. Okay. So she, she stops and then she kneels down to about your height and she kisses your forehead. And then she looks right into your eyes and she says, good luck, Benji. And then she stands up and walks away. Do do I need to roll endurance for paralysis? (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I want to roll an endurance to see if you, or you might want to roll a stealth to hide that boner, but like, that's it. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh, it's well hidden. Okay. Nobody knows. Okay. So you guys, now that you're done with this, um, you can you can hop into the elevator or the lift, the sky lift. I literally hop into the elevator. Great. The you got this like skipping your step now. Um, and the two ladies follow, I assume. Yep. Perfect. Benji, you're not quite tall enough to put the skeleton key into the slot in the center pedestal, the stone pedestal that I described in episode five. Oh. Well, then I guess I'm going to have to pull that skeleton key out of my favorite pocket. All right. You remove the skeleton key from your favorite pocket and hand it to one of the ladies. Rayla. All right. Rayla, you have the skeleton key.
2: Oh, I have the skeleton key. I put it in my favorite pocket. No, <laughs> well, you use it. You use it on the sky lift. I use it on the sky lip.
1: Just so we all know, there's a string attached to the end of this rod so that it can actually go around somebody's neck. But we just keep putting it in pockets.
2: Let's take this sky lift. I'm ready. I'm ready to uh, fuck bitches and get money.
1: You are looking at this pedestal. It is a simple stone pedestal. Um... You guys can sense that there is a therum crystal in there because of aether that just like pulses from the sky lift. Um, and in the top of the pedal, still there is just a simple hole, just a circular hole. Rayla, as you insert the skeleton key, it begins to glow uh, a silvery glow. And then. All the metal around the skeleton key just starts to slip deeper and deeper and deeper into this pedestal. And it just keeps going for a good minute and twirls and goes in all different directions. And then finally, it turns solid and the glowing stops. This is pretty much the indication that you may not turn the key.
2: Um, I turn the key.
1: Great. You feel so many different touch points within this pedestal that the key is touching. Um, And as you turn, you can tell that the key is is basically, like, it has almost filled the entire pedestal with all of the little nooks and crannies and, like, voids that were in there. It has now filled that so that it can reach all the tumblers and everything. And so you turn this key and you hear a click and the key glows silver again and all of this metal just slurps right back into the the, the rod, the skeleton key and you're able to remove it. And it's just a simple rod. So yeah, the skylift lurches upward and the floor lurches with you guys. It, it like jars you as you are suddenly pulled upward without warning. Um, and you're moving very, very quickly toward the opening in the peak. Um, as you reach the top, it is completely uncovered and you are immediately buffeted with cold air and snow as it blows all over you scratching at your face it is a total blizzard up here but you can kind of see the direction that you're meant to go on the ground there are these lanterns um filled with blue ethereal fire that have melted a path for you guys to follow uh, cool i'm gonna take out my fire dagger and like hold it close for warmth okay you hold this fire dagger close for warmth well i'm gonna start walking down the path as you guys are walking down the path, it's it's really hard to see in front of you, but you can see the ground and the like lanterns that have kind of created this path and also keep your feet and legs warm, but not anything else. Would you guys mind rolling a perception check really quick?
0: I got a five. I got a nine.
1: Six. It's really hard to tell if you're actually hearing things or if it's just the wind whistling through your ears and then Ariel, you hear these same whispers that could just be whistling but you also see these glowing orbs kind of blowing around with the wind and the things you hear they're they are strange it's things like lies," murderer betrayer turn back uh but nothing happens. It's just, it it just could be the wind, and it could just be these the sun catching light, like the the light catching the snow. Who knows? Um, if you guys want to roll like an ethereal or something,
0: yeah, I rolled a nine ethereal.
1: Nariel, you can. Like, concentrating on to identify the ethereal source of this of these voices and these things you're seeing, you can tell that it is actually Aether. It's not snowflakes. It's not just the wind. There is something in the snow that you are seeing and that you are hearing. You are not going crazy.
0: Okay. I relay that information to my friends.
1: Um, as you let everybody else know, the snow, the wind, the storm, it completely stops. And as the snow begins to settle around you, you see this archway like stonehenge kind of archway um and within the stone of this archway there are a number a number of therum crystals just embedded into the snow or (laughs) into the stone in front of the archway stands an altar or a Yeah, an altar, like a giant stone altar that has old dwarven and some other kind of runes scratched into the stone. On top of this archway is this little blue dragonling. It's about the size of you, Benji. And as the storm stops and using the same ethereal check that you used, Nariel, you can identify that this creature standing, or rather sitting on this altar is almost it it feels it, it seems like it is pure aether and he sees you as clearly as you see him but really quick before you actually begin to interact you look around and you see that surrounding you this storm hasn't stopped it's like there's this wall that is protecting you this cylindrical wall that has come down and protected all of you from the storm but it still rages outside of this well outside of the peak So how about this weather, huh? (laughs) (laughs) The dragonling blinks at you when you say this. And then its lips curl back to reveal shiny, pointed teeth. It's almost like it's smiling. um, And it says to you, Janice said you'd be foolish enough to come.
0: In that deep of a voice, that tiny thing?
1: That tiny thing. He's asked that you wait a moment. And as he says this, his little tail flicks over and almost looks like it extends and touches one of the therem crystals on the the, uh, archway and the entire archway lights up and then a blue film um, fills the void space of this archway. He'd like to speak with you. See if you'll see reason. What does what do I even know about Janice? Like (laughs) pretty much nothing. Yeah, like I just kind of joined up. Like nothing more than what um, Montana has told you and you learned from that discussion in the tent or whatever Nari'el and Rayla decided to share with you. I mean, if, if there's someone who wants to talk with us, we're always happy to exchange words. Great. He'll be here shortly.
0: And I'm sorry, who are you?
1: He laughs. And it's a bellowing laughter and as he laughs you actually see lightning in the blizzard surrounding you that is not like affecting you and you hear the thunder as if it's like right on top of you and he says dear mortal i am Tyrio, the god of chaos
2: oh dude no shit i, I love him oh hey <laughs> i think we should be friends Sorry, what? <laughs> I even got out of chaos. Oh, hey. (laughs) No, no, we should definitely be friends.
1: Also, hey, actually, do you know Laika? His grin gets bigger and he says, I do know Laika. Where's she been? Haven't seen her around in a while. His tongue, like, flicks out of his mouth. (laughs) She's. mm, She's still around. Well, hey, if we could talk to her, that would be superb. I don't suppose you got her phone number, do you? Unfortunately, she is indisposed at the moment, Benji.
2: He knows our names.
1: Shortly after this brief exchange, um, a man walks out of the portal. He is dressed in black slacks, a loose white button down, and a black vest with a bowler hat. But something about his eyes makes you guys uneasy. And he also seems unaffected by the weather. Like, even though the wind and the snow has died down, it is still extremely cold up here. But Janice has his rolled up sleeves. He has a thin white shirt on. um, And he doesn't seem to be bothered by it whatsoever. Shuriken to the face. (laughs) You just throw a shuriken that you don't have.
0: (laughs) Into his face hole. (laughs) I throw my shuriken?
1: Hello, adventurers. I'd hoped to talk a little... Maybe you could hear me out. I'm sure you have plenty of questions. I am here to answer them. I I hope that after this exchange, we can maybe come to some kind of an agreement.
0: Um, where's Nyx?
1: She's safe. She's with her brother. I hope that by the time we're done with this conversation, you might join me and connect with her again. Um... She was actually the one who insisted upon you coming as well.
2: Didn't really seem like it was you took off without us. Yeah, for real.
1: That was at my request. She was just following my instructions, you see. But if she thinks that you'll see reason, I listened to Atticus and his advice proved reasonable. What do you mean you... Wait, a second, wait, 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 wait. Can I like roll a perception to see if he's lying or what would that be? Um, That would be an insight. Oh, well, then I'm not rolling that. Okay.
0: <laughs> I would like to see if he's lying. I want to know if he's lying.
1: Okay. You can definitely see if he's lying. I roll a of four. A four. Um, You're pretty sure he's telling the truth. Um, At least it doesn't look like he's lying.
0: That makes me really uncomfortable. I don't like that at all.
1: I know that this may appear kind of immoral, but you have you have to believe me. I'm just... I'm doing... I'm doing what I'm doing for the sake of of all of us. the the order, their methods it's it's antiquated. We've been using the phylactery for for now nearly over a century, and people are still dying. People still suffer the effects of aging. They suffer the effects of sickness, of accidental deaths if their if their phylacteries are not accounted for. I, I can't even tell you how many souls I have found and rescued. I get off track. I am just looking to find a way to make it so that we are all safe. It's it, the forsaken call it immortality. It Sure. That's, that's the end goal. I'm just trying to save us all.
0: And how exactly are you planning on doing that?
1: To be honest, we don't know yet. Just like with the phylactery, it takes a lot of combined minds to, come up with a resolution it it took decades uh, centuries to find to discover the phylactery and it may take as long to find a new cure i am <sighs> uh, i am having to go through all the previous notes from all the old methods i have had to go through relearning how the soul charged were made to see if there was a better way of doing it. When and I have to, <laughs> I have to deal with the the vakin of the dwarves. These because the order decided to bury any research, any scientific progress, and just stick with one option. It isn't, it isn't how things should be done. But I'm learning. I am making progress we are making progress and with your help we could maybe make more progress even faster
0: let me get this straight you're going back through all of the different research that that didn't work and reperforming it when really you could have just like started at the phylactery and like gone
1: forward it there are a lot of different reasons why it could not have worked maybe steps were skipped i the reason why I have to check is because Arberon, in his infinite wisdom, decided to expunge and destroy all other options, leaving us only the phylactery. Even what he did to the elves, it's lost. I'm sorry, what? What, 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 what?
0: Even what he did to the elves, what does that mean?
1: Wish I could tell you
0: you brought you brought us here to explain yourself and you're doing precious little of that
1: i'm I am trying to explain myself if you would listen to me and in that moment his eyes glow a bright green and his veins glow green as well just listen to me he takes a deep breath and then lets it out and you see that his veins return to a normal color and the glowing of his eyes dies down a bit but it's still definitely there I am trying to save us all, and I just need time. And I need for people like you to stop meddling in it. Losing Aether Hold was was an enormous setback. The Aether concentration there would have helped so much research, but now I have to find somewhere else. So, I am 100% on board with the fact that phylacteries are antiquated and overused, and I would love to see... What you are proposing. I am glad that one of you is seeing reason. Nariel. Rayla. Nix has asked you. Asked me to invite you. To join us. I brought her brother back. And. I intend to bring her family back too. There are so many people. Across this realm. Not just me. Not just Nix or Atticus or you two losing your entire families. I can bring them all back. And I can make it so we won't lose anyone again. If you'll just come with me.
0: I have one more question. Okay. How many of your test subjects are voluntary?
1: More than not. And you see that his... That Green is um, slowly pulsing back into his veins and his eyes are glowing a little bit brighter from the rage that he is trying to suppress. Not as many as I would like, but most. I am trying, I am trying to reconcile that and I am trying to invite you and allow you to volunteer. nix and Atticus volunteered.
2: Huh. Atticus didn't volunteer
1: Not at first
0: What do you mean not at first So what you Stockholm syndromed him into joining you
1: As you ask this The green rushes back into him And he looks like he's about to have another outburst When Tyrio opens his mouth and says Foolish mortals
0: Hey dude nobody asked you
1: do you know what Janus offers? And at what cost to you? He offers everything at nothing. A few deaths are nothing compared to the attempted genocide at Asterdel, the order performed at Arboron's orders. And all those deaths, they'll be reversed when Janus is done. You waste your time considering any alternative. When Janus unites the other gods, his vision will be achieved. Progress is already being made, and you are being left behind.
0: At the cost of other people's freedom, it's not progress, it's cruelty.
1: Holy shit. (laughs) Janice was trying to insist that Tyrio calm himself. He was trying. He was like putting up his hands to try to have Tyrio calm down. But when you say this, Janice stops. Fine.
0: I'm not opposed. Let me be clear. I'm not opposed, but not this way. Not kidnapping people and taking people from their homes without telling them what you're doing. I don't think what you're doing is wrong. I think that you're doing it the wrong way.
1: (sighs) Nariel, you are so naive. Benji, I'm sorry. We'll have to discuss this another time. And perhaps... Perhaps we can discuss some other alternatives and... Some of your thoughts on what can be done. Well, here's my phone number. <laughs> oh, don't <laughs> worry. I know where to find all of you.
2: Just don't call me after four. <laughs> Just
1: kidding. Janice turns his back on the three of you. And he slowly walks through the portal. Before he does, he looks back and says, "Tyrio." Please escort these adventurers off the mountain. And then he looks at each of you one more time, and he walks to the portal.
0: I would like to jump through the portal.
1: You run across this open space, and as you are leaping over the um, as you're leaping over the altar to get to the portal, Tyrio disappears. And the wall surrounding like the altar and the archway, it disappears with him and the storm buffets against you once more. You are blown back and the crystals lose their light and the film that was the portal disappears. Um, do you guys do anything after this happens?
0: I uh, slam my fists into the ground and have a mini temper tantrum?
1: You're just punching the ground a whole bunch.
2: Yeah, and yelling, probably. Yeah, yelling.
1: What about the other two of you?
2: I'm kind of just dumbstruck, I think. I don't think it's fully been digested yet. That's fair. <laughs> I, I'm, i like, formulating a plan on, like, being a double agent and joining up with them to take it down from the inside, but also simultaneously
1: trying to think of how I could get rid of the phylactery system from the order. Fair enough. As you guys are kind of... Reeling from this encounter with Janice and Tyrios' sudden disappearance, a shadow is cast over the entire peak. And through the wind, you hear this thunderous flapping. What do you three do upon hearing this? Maybe we should go back down.
2: A wise idea, I would say.
0: Uh, I stand up and I walk backwards toward the lift and I flip off the giant dragon. that I'm assuming is above us now.
1: So you just flip off the air?
2: Yeah. Oh no.
1: (laughs) And as you do, this enormous mountainous creature comes crashing down on the top of this peak. The altar and the archway are completely shattered. And this explosion of aether like rips apart the mountainside over there. And you can see that it, actually explodes into the dragon that has come down as well, but it doesn't aff- it doesn't seem to affect the dragon scales one bit. Janice gave you his chance. You won't get another. And now it's my turn to have some fun.
0: I mean, if you can't take criticism as to your scientific method, I don't think you're worth really anything. <laughs>
1: Um, he was obviously unable to read the limitation sections of the previous articles. <laughs> Besides the shadow that this creature casts, all you can see are his bl- his bright glowing blue eyes and just like the shadow of the creature through this wind. But you can easily identify the creature's head and it is huge. The His head itself is probably the size of um, Nariel and Rayla's new house. The rest <laughs> of the body is the size of a giant hill. This creature is enormous.
2: Him, big boy.
1: Yep. He has earned the name God.
2: I think you mean big boy. Yeah, you're (laughs) right. That's what I mean.
1: (laughs) Thanks be to big boy. As you guys are turning to leave, you are kind of knocked off balance. You're not, you don't fall over, but you're knocked off balance as this Crashing and rumbling occurs behind you as well. And when you look behind you, Tyrio's enormous tail has blocked the pathway to the lift. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, sir, but I think
2: Janet's asked if you would
1: escort us to the bottom, not keep us up top. You'll return to the bottom once I'm done with you.
0: Um, before we even fight, I would like to ask him why he's taking orders from a mortal.
1: He grins at you, and you can tell this because even even his teeth glow blue, penetrating the obscurity of this storm. I feed off of Janice's chaos, off of Janice's anarchy. He thinks he gives me orders, but I consume all the chaos he creates, and it empowers me. That's, that's fair. And as he tells you this, he is going to immediately open his mouth and use his therum breath against all of you. Um, that is going to be 14 versus reflex.
2: <laughs> you got it bust Brown.
1: <laughs> all right. And then you guys, that's, that's not as bad as it could have been. Um, you guys take 17 aether damage um, and the edges, of the cone that comes from his breath tower barbs of therum crystals that raise from the ground three meters tall, and they last for six rounds. Anyone who tries to touch them will take 1d6 piercing damage. Okay, so I'm dead. You are dead. Oh. All right, and you are hit with this cascade of pure aether, Benji, and you turn to Ash waking up in... um aetherhold having died again fuck this groundhog's day
0: uh any, anybody I got phase i could yeah just come back
1: you know what
2: you know what i'll do i'm gonna start organizing my music library to create more order in the universe so that it takes away from his fucking chaos take that <laughs> <laughs> Tyrio. oh got him
0: eat that shit Tyrio. fuck <laughs> and then i'm gonna punch janice in the face <laughs> everything's teeny tidy.
2: I feel like we're not going to win this fight. We should all just die. Like well, we're going to pop up down at the bottom anyway. I was going
0: to try to run. But should
1: I come back or no?
0: I mean, get your phylactery first.
1: <laughs> you get your phylactery refilled by that coward in the in the church. The guy who like never leaves the phylactery vault and only fills up other people's phylacteries, you get it refilled by him. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then recall. And then you recall. Okay, you are back exactly where you were before. Um,
0: I I see this happen, and literally I look up at Tyrion, and I just go, "Ha!"
1: <laughs> All right, Benji. Unfortunately, that is the end of your turn, unless you plan on moving somewhere. I'm gonna run straight for those spikes. Straight for the the what? spikes. What? Okay. I'm sorry. No. What? I was like, no. "Why? No." no. You no. he cast it at his own no. tail, so you guys actually can still go behind you. There aren't spikes at the edge of it, of like the back of his breath. Only at the sides of his breath. Yeah. Oh, I see. Well, I'm staying. Okay. Um, what? How much experience did you have, Dylan? Uh, Three hundred seventeen.
0: That's a, like a weird, odd <laughs> number, my dude. How'd you get
2: there? He's like a god, so it doesn't even matter. <laughs> 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 he like sneezes and it's gone. Like, <laughs> yeah. Huh? <laughs> every sneeze is like four hundred XP. It's whatever. Um, I'll go next. Can we uh get to the
0: lift?
1: You can try to climb over his tail.
0: Oh, uh, you can warp
1: yeah, I was just. Gonna- Or you could warp through it.
0: Great. I'm going to do that.
1: All right. So you cast warp. Do you move to his tail first and then warp through his tail?
0: Uh, Yeah. I would also like to grab um, Benji and Rayla's hands as I run, Um, Naruto
1: style. I will allow you to move at half your movement speed and drag them.
0: Sounds good.
1: Okay. And then do you warp with them as well? Yeah. Perfect. Perfect you work with them as well and you are now on the opposite side of his tail um you can see the path leading down the hill toward the lift but you can't quite see the lift through the storm that's the end of your turn rayla it's your turn Shit. Don't do that right now.
2: I'm just going to take a shit right here. Anyway. <laughs> take a dump next
1: to his tail. Just like, suck it.
2: Eat that, Tyrion. My whole turn is <laughs> taken. My whole action's is taken by taking a dump right next to the god of chaos. <laughs> he probably... <laughs> that will only make him stronger. No. I, know, I was about to say, dude, that might make him stronger. That's pretty chaotic. Um... So we're the, are we in the middle of the storm or are we still like
1: You guys are still in the middle of the storm. The storm is actually being generated by Tyrio.
2: Should we just warp away? Should I just grab you guys and warp? It sounds like Benji has a plan. It's a bad plan. Just Don't let just him do, do what it. You're going to do. Okay, I'm just going to I'm grab- going to do it anyway. Trust me, I really want to. It'll be, it's it's not like a gonna okay. hurt us plan. It's a this
1: might not do anything plan.
2: Okay, Uh, I'm going to just warp with these guys.
1: Okay, so you just warp with both of them? Yep. Wonderful. You are now... um, What is your... It's your distance or is it just 10 meters away? Oh, twice your movement speed. That's right. Um, You're actually close enough to now see the lift, but you're not quite there. All right, what else do you do?
2: Yeah, I'm going to drag them half my movement speed.
1: All right, you are three meters away from the lift at this point. And then you see Tyrio take off and... Um, he's, he's still like near, he's, he doesn't like fly away. He actually flies towards you guys and then lands a bit away from you. And then suddenly his tail comes slamming down on you guys. Um, that's a 20 versus reflex. Oh boy. Miss. Miss. (laughs) I cast phase. I cast phase. (laughs) Um, that's 12 damage. Yes. You're alive. (laughs) All right. You all take five. You all take 12 damage and i need you all to roll an endurance check versus
2: 20. So sweet I got a, I got a whole 8. A
1: whole 8. Oh nice. my god. 7.
0: I <laughs> rolled a 17.
1: Oh, so close. Oh,
0: 17.
1: You all fall prone and that is the end of Tyrio's turn. You hear thunder through the storm and it's and more of that lightning cascading around you. Um it's it's like he's laughing at your agony and defeat. Can I go? Okay, does getting up cost a move? It is one movement speed. How how close is he? Um, His tail is literally adjacent to you. I'm infusing his tail with time. I'm gonna put order on this bitch. Okay. No, I know exactly what happens. I have to roll a will attack, a will-based attack to do this. Eight. Eight. You hit. You reach out, you touch him, and you infuse him with time, and suddenly... He's gone.
0: Hey everybody, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Here There Be Dragons, Episode 7. I know I said last time that this was going to be the last episode, but this recording went too long, and I just had to keep all of it. So the next episode that goes up will actually be End of Here There Be Dragons. We don't have any new names this arc, but if you would like your name to be featured in one of our episodes, tweet about us using hashtag TheForgeCast or follow us on Facebook or Podbean. I would like to give a thank you to Darren Curtis, who's the guy who does all the music we use in the show. He does a lot of music that commercial and non-commercial projects can use for free. So if you like his music, check him out at DarrenCurtisMusic.com. Our alpha guide is still available at bit.ly front slash theforgealpha. Um, go ahead and go on there. You have to input your email, and I'll send you a copy of the alpha guide, and then you can check it out with all your friends. If you have any questions or comments about the show or the game or just want to stop in and say hi, you can email us at necroforge at gmail.com. That is n-e-c-r-o. P-H-O-R-G-E at gmail.com. Um, we're always checking it and we really love to hear from you guys. So email us with questions or whatever. Our next episode is going to be going up on December 6th. That'll be the second part of Here There Be Dragons episode 7. And then also a little rules episode after that to talk about the changes that we're making for the next arc. So stay tuned for that and thank you so much.